Welcome to this episode of the National Police Association podcast number 26, Two Police Officers Killed Responding to a Call for Help, Mystery of Police Officer Found Shot to Death in Abandoned Car and Deputy Foils Armed Robbery, from Honolulu, Hawaii, the AP, reports at 9 a.m., Sunday, Honolulu police responded to a call from a woman named Lois Kane, who said she needed help, Honolulu Police Chief Susan Ballard said. Responding officers found her in her Waikiki home with a stab wound in her leg. As the police were walking down the driveway, a man opened fire and fatally struck Officer Tiffany Enriquez, a seven-year veteran. The suspect, who officials have identified as Yaroslav Jerry Hanel, continued to fire at police as they ran for cover, also fatally hitting Kali K. Kalama, who had been with the department for nine years, Ballard said. More officers rushed to the neighborhood and saw thick black smoke coming out of the home, complicating an already chaotic, fluid crime scene. As the fire intensified, spreading to neighboring homes, people in the area began sharing photos and video of the dark smoke billowing above palm trees. One user tweeted that she saw two to three houses on fire and heard live ammo. In her video, you can hear a loud, constant crackling above a cacophony of sirens. Eventually, firefighters arrived. But officials explained that police stopped them from going into the burning structures in case the gunman was still actively firing or had triggered the ammunition. If they had gotten hit by one of those stray rounds, I wouldn't have been able to sleep at night, the police chief said. The incident continued to escalate. Honolulu Fire Chief Manuel Neves said at the press conference Sunday night, firefighters had to battle flames while police surrounded them to ensure they were protected at all times. In total, the blaze destroyed seven homes and several others sustained smoke and fire damage. Ballard said it will take days to comb through the wreckage and charred rubble. Three people, the 69-year-old suspect and two women, are still unaccounted for. Authorities believe Honnell died in the fire, but will continue to search for the alleged gunman until they recover his remains. They are also still searching for the weapon he used, which Ballard suspects might have been a type of long gun. First responders took the woman who was stabbed to Queens Medical Center, Ballard said, though she was unsure of her condition at the time. The FBI is assisting state authorities with the investigation, which officials say has rocked and forever changed the safe and quiet community. I would like to express my deepest condolences to the family and friends of the two officers as well as the entire Honolulu Police Department, Honolulu Mayor Kirk Caldwell tweeted. This is an unprecedented tragedy for not only the city and county of Honolulu but the entire state of Hawaii. Officers Enriquez and Kalama were parents and left behind devastated families, Ballard said, struggling to answer a reporter's question about the toll their deaths have taken. They left in the morning alive and, their families, get to the hospital and find out that their loved ones are no longer around, she said. It's emotional. One of Enriquez's children, Tia Delgado, shared photos of her mother on Twitter, describing her shock and grief. Honestly, it's a nightmare. It's something you see on TV and you think it will never hit close to home, she wrote. My heart is shattered, my pain is intense, and my family is broken. Prayers for my family, and prayers for Officer Kalama's family too. The veterans were the first Honolulu police killed in the line of duty since 2012, the chief said. They were like my kids, Ballard said, choking back tears. They were with me for five years at receiving desk when I was a major down there. I know each one of them very personally, 
When asked about the suspect, the chief said that her officers were familiar with him and had responded to the home several times, but that he had never acted out toward police before. On Friday, Kane, Honnell's landlord, went to court to try and evict the 69-year-old. Defendant does not have a rental agreement to occupy the premises and defendant has no ownership interest in said premises, court documents obtained by BuzzFeed News state, despite repeated demands, defendant has failed and refused to vacate the premises, in her eviction complaint, Kane said that Honnell had inflicted damages in excess of normal wear and tear on the residents, Honnell had a history of mental instability and got into arguments with neighbors, his attorney, Jonathan Burge told Hawaii News Now, other court documents show that several neighbors filed restraining orders against the suspect, according to the attorney, Kane had befriended Honnell and wanted to help him out despite his erratic behavior, she allowed him to live in the lower floor and to do repair work in exchange for rent, Honnell believed that the FBI and Secret Service followed him, according to Burge, but resisted getting help. He often called 911 for false and inflated issues and was supposed to be in court Tuesday after officials charged him with making a fraudulent 911 call, Hawaii News Now reported. Several police dashcam videos show previous interactions with Honnell. On May 28, 2019, he called and reported that drug dealers were outside his house. Responding officers chastised him for continuing to make false reports and warned him he could be arrested. One of the officers was Tiffany Enriquez. From Baton Rouge, Louisiana, the advocate reports the man found shot to death inside an abandoned vehicle on Lanier Drive last week was a newly minted New Roads police officer who had spent the past several years working as a bounty hunter, two jobs his family worried could place him in danger. The case hasn't been solved, Baton Rouge police said detectives are actively investigating, authorities have released few details so far. Chedrick Golfin, 44, was pronounced dead from a gunshot wound around noon on Jan, 13, but it's unclear where and when the shooting occurred. Authorities discovered his body on Lanier Drive between Greenwell Springs Road and Prescott Road, just east of Airline Highway and several miles from his home. It was sometime later that afternoon when Karen Golfin received a call that her ex-husband had been murdered. She said her three children, ages 15, 17 and 20, are now struggling to understand how someone could take their father's life, and whether he was targeted for something work-related, or personal or what, we're just at a loss, it's hard to heal without answers, she said in an interview Monday afternoon, it's an open wound, she said Golfin always wanted to become a police officer and had achieved that dream when he joined the New Roads Police Department just months before his death. For decades leading up to that accomplishment, he had worked in various positions related to law enforcement, including as a bounty hunter, security guard and truancy officer at East Baton Rouge schools. He had studied criminal justice at Baton Rouge Community College. Karen Golfin said she initially discouraged him from working in the field when they started having children because she was worried for his safety. The bounty hunter work was even more alarming, she said, but it was his passion. He loved the adrenaline rush, he would get a call from a bail bondsman, pick up the paperwork and then head out to search for whomever needed to be collected. Often at night under cover of darkness, he recounted stories about defendants trying to attack him, even opening fire in his direction, but had never been injured on the job, his ex-wife said, she doesn't know if he was out on assignment in the hours before his death. He had stopped answering text messages from family members almost 48 hours before he was found, 
Police haven't released any information about when detectives believe he was shot. Karen Golfin met her future husband when they were both college freshmen. She was attending Southern University and he was at BRCC, which led to a 15-year marriage. They later divorced but remained close, raising their three children together. Chedric Golfin grew up in the Scotland Ville area and helped found a fraternity at Southern, which started as a dance group when he was in high school. He had always loved to dance and had taught himself to play drums and sing, becoming accomplished enough to perform at churches across Baton Rouge. Relatives described him as a jack-of-all-trades who was constantly on the move, trying new things and befriending countless people in the process. In addition to his most recent jobs, he had driven limousines and semi-trucks, mentored children and even became a certified phlebotomist. He was spontaneous and goofy loved to show off his signature bow ties, and was always bragging about his kids. Karen Golfin said she's received an outpouring of support since his death, some from people she's never even met. It makes me feel good to know he had such a positive impact, she said, but we're just baffled by the whole thing. This family loved him dearly, now we're just hoping somebody who knows something will come forward with information. From Lake St. Clair, Georgia the union advocate reports a deputy with the Baldwin County Sheriff's Office was in the right place at the right time Saturday afternoon, foiling an armed robbery and keeping the suspects from getting away at a small gas station near Lake Sinclair. Although the deputy fired a shot from his gun, no one was injured and the suspects were held at bay until other deputies and officers with the Milledgeville Police Department arrived and took a man and woman into custody. A third suspect later turned himself into authorities at the sheriff's office in connection with the case. According to Mary Chandler, special agent in charge of the Georgia Bureau of Investigation Region 6 office in Milledgeville, the suspects, all of whom are from Milledgeville, were identified as Benita Shatiron Kelsey, 25, Kementaja Sean Smith, 20, and Justin Malik Fleming, 19. All three suspects are jailed in the Baldwin County Law Enforcement Center. Warrants were obtained by a Georgia Bureau of Investigation agent against the three suspects for armed robbery, Chandler said. The investigation is continuing and could result in additional arrests. Chandler said in a press release Sunday that the Georgia Bureau of Investigation had been requested by the Baldwin County Sheriff's Office to assist them with an armed robbery, officer-involved shooting investigation and that agents responded to the quick pantry, located at 3043 N. Columbia a short time later, Baldwin County Sheriff's Office Detective Captain Brad King told the Union Recorder that the deputy had stopped at the store to purchase an item and discovered the armed robbery in progress about 5.39 p.m. Chandler said the deputy, whose name has not yet been made public, was in his uniform and his patrol car and was traveling to a part-time job when he noticed the armed robbery in progress. The deputy immediately took action, Chandler said. When the armed suspects attempted to run out, the deputy fired his service weapon, the deputy then held the suspects, described as a man and a woman, at gunpoint until other law enforcement officers arrived at the business to take them into custody, the two suspects still were inside the store when other deputies and officers with the police department arrived, the man and woman were taken into custody without incident and immediately taken to the sheriff's office and jailed. King who oversees the Sheriff's Office Criminal Investigations Division, told the newspaper that when detectives arrived at the store they found two handguns laying on the floor inside the store. He said the store clerk ran out of the store during the robbery, 
Authorities searched for a vehicle that the robbery suspects might have driven to the store, but initially couldn't find one. During the course of the investigation, however, detectives and Georgia Bureau of Investigation agents learned that a white Hyundai Sonata found at Heritage Vista Apartments in Milledgeville may have been used in the armed robbery case, King said. The car has been impounded by authorities. This news brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how you can help law enforcement accomplish its goals visit nationalpolice.org. 